0: Treaty 6. Hello, my name is Elijah Edward William Buffalo. I'm from the Samson Cree Nation in Muscoachis, Alberta, Treaty 6. I'm a stepfather, an athlete, an artist, and a learner. And I'm currently somewhat of a nomad, having recently left my home on the territory of the Lekwungen and Wissanik Nations in Victoria, BC. Today I'm in my community of Muscoachis here on Five Mile Road where I grew up. My parents are Dallas Parker Dowson Buffalo and Mel H. Buffalo. I have Norwegian and Welsh blood on my maternal side and I'm Nehio Plains Cree on my paternal side. My grandparents, Nokompan and Niemushampan, are Bertha Sittingweasel and Wilson Buffalo. And my great-grandfather is Felix Buffalo, who was chief of our nation for many years. My mom's dad, Bill Dowson, was an actor, radio broadcaster and writer my mom's grandfather is welsh and was born in alexandria egypt and is someone who i am very happy to have as a spirit guide and protector in life i'm named after both of these two grandfathers my great-grandmother is norwegian and it is through her lineage that i have inherited my athletic talent as mitochondria which is responsible for endurance ability is inherited through our maternal bloodlines. I grew up in both Muskochi's and Anaimo, spending the school year on Vancouver Island with my mom and summers and Christmas holidays with my dad out in Hobima. My dad, like his parents, is an Indian residential school survivor and I will be sharing some of his story and also how his experience has affected my brothers and sisters and I and others in our generation. I created this podcast to talk about something that I am passionate about, and that is sport, health, and fitness, and to provide my experience as an Indigenous athlete. I'm a road cyclist and two time Yukon Road and Time Trial Champion, and have twice placed on the podium at the BC Masters Time Trial Championships and placed fourth at the Canadian National Masters Time Trial Championships. Sport has always been a big part of my life. My first word was hockey. And I started playing hockey at age five and played several other organized sports growing up, including soccer, softball, track and field, and boxing. This project is also my response to the issue of systemic racism that has been a hot topic in the Western and settler society. And through my own process of thinking of racism, I thought back to the first instances that I experienced, and those were through sport. From the first time that I went to hockey tryouts at age five to present day, I have experienced racism and marginalization in sport. This racism caused me to walk away from sports at age 17, and I didn't return until I was gifted a bike six years later. With creating the space, I wanted to talk about these barriers that exist for Indigenous athletes, and to highlight this as the country is claiming to be committed to reconciliation and to make up for the so-called dark chapters of history. But as I reflected on it, my thoughts developed to wanting to create space to talk with athletes, knowledge keepers, and scientists in both Western and Indigenous science to discuss the importance of sports and games in Indigenous cultures and how tied to the land and to ourselves they are. There will be opportunities to address systemic racism and discrimination Indigenous athletes face but there will also be chances to discuss how empowering sports and games are in the decolonization and reclaiming of our identities. Sport is an inherent part of indigenous culture and it is woven into the entire educative process that is built on and with the lands we come from. It is found in the functional aspects of acquiring foods, medicine, water, and through communication. Many survival skills were learned through sport And the personal development and learning process that was intrinsic to athlete development benefited the athlete and the community in many ways. Games and races were often held in ceremony to mark, record and honor time and place and our experiences with the universe. And this transmission of history and information and developing ways of knowing put sport as an incredible resource for Indigenous peoples. Talking with others about sports stories and the remembering of the personal achievement and success found through sporting results puts a unique context into our our relationships with the land, time, and place that these events took place. As an artist as well, I want to discuss the creative and artistic aspects of sport and how creativity and art is expressed through sport and how athleticism Is expressed through art such as the strength and muscular development that is required to live as a Carver this focus on areas of knowledge and intelligence outside the Western standards show how differing methods of coaching teaching and development can create success in athletes and learners across more diverse sections of our communities Western culture often talks about how sport is 10% physical and 90% mental but in indigenous sports There is a more balanced approach that considers the mind, body, spirit, and also puts a lot of stock into intuition. And I hope to investigate and confront the Western notions of time, especially as I'm an athlete completely governed by performance against the clock as a time trialist and how I struggle with trying to participate and understand the universe in a nonlinear way and at the same time having such a close relationship with the watch. I will also be discussing the research I am doing in metabolic health that is focused on the health crisis our communities have been in for generations due to colonization and the separation of our relationship with foods from the lands. Type two diabetes, obesity, and all of the other major diseases in our communities stem from the nexus of metabolic health that goes beyond the calorie in calorie out model that is tied to the disruption of homeostasis and hypercortisolemia that is common in indigenous peoples living with the trauma of colonization and the intergenerational effects of residential school. As a cyclist, my research includes using exercise, specifically a type of cycling called zone two training to repair and heal these metabolic systems damaged in those with diabetes, specifically mitochondrial function and to incorporate ceremony in the healing process and to investigate how this can be appropriately combined as a method of healing. I find it fascinating that we inherit our mitochondria from our mothers and I pay special attention to the fact that on a cellular level, the patriarchal and paternal violence of colonization that has dissociated us from acquiring healthy foods and water from the land is attacking yet another maternal system Of health and wellness and that is the mitochondria and its function in proper metabolism. While this is perhaps just a coincidence I can't ignore the continued violence against indigenous women as a result of colonization and the maternal systems of leadership and governance that have been prohibited by things like the Indian Act. This podcast is also my journey into medicine and healthcare as I'm on the path to medical school returning to post-secondary education in the last couple of years and learning about Western science as it relates to health, medicine and sports performance. And I would like to acknowledge the connection that sport has with leadership and the development and integration of knowledge and the teachings that sport in our cultures provides as a foundation for leadership. This past week, I received my Indian name in ceremony after many years of needing this to be a part of my identity. My name is Okamau Apista, and it means the one who sits like a king. I entered ceremony with the intention of receiving a name that would give me guidance, protection, and strength. And I was told that my name carries a lot of responsibility, and I hope to honor it and to develop into a leader within my community. Hi, hi for joining me on this journey, and I look forward to sharing these conversations with you. Exe.